0: Vlog Talk Radio.
1: Tonight, our confession session.
2: Tyler Perry conversation has been leaked by Monique. Our Kelly ex wife states he's a monster. And according to Tiffany Haddish, Drake asked her out, then canceled at the last minute. What's good, about This Is the whole thing debunking?
1: And I'm your host John Othello, and you are listening to the one and the only confession session. What up, John? What up, John Othello? What up?
2: What up, what up? <laughs> how you
1: doing? <laughs> <sighs> Nigga tired and moving slow. It's the Same shit, different day. <laughs> Straight with color on? Time. no color people. No, I know, I know, I know how it is. I know how it is. Yeah. You know my weekends are not the regular, common day off to chill and go to church and you know sip a mimosa <laughs> and go to brunch and nigga be at work being real ugly.
0: Did you have so to work all...
1: today? Yeah, yeah. Oh, how God. about you? you, well, sound like you tired. How was your weekend? Go it was ahead.
2: long. It was long as hell. It was Hot. Okay, but I definitely enjoyed myself. On Saturday, I went out with my girls. I haven't seen them since, like, February, like, for uh, one of my uh, girls, her son's birthday. So it was really – it was just – honestly, it was like a breath of fresh air just seeing them and being able to talk because, you know, I like to talk. Y'all know I like to talk. So it was just really nice um, just being around people who, you know, are positive and, you know, just having a good time. and So that was really nice. And then the food was good. I was so hungry. I ate, like, the whole meal. So – it was great, um, but it was just so hot. like it was like 95 degrees. It was just horrible. and my little sister moved out my mom's house, so that was interesting. Um, she got um, she got her. and um, um, other than that, you know it's just, it's just like okay, you know, you know school is now about to start back. It's I It's these last eight weeks done with I, I graduate, had these babies and these weeks like like, like and knock this out. I'm ready. I'm ready to snap back, get back into shape. Like, I'm trying to let you know all this extra weight is just not working. I can't find no clothes to wear. I feel like I'm wearing the same damn thing every day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One of my buttons on my
2: pants popped when I was in the store today. I was like, ooh, this is not okay at all. So um, it's been interesting. But I'm just glad that it's cooling down these next few days and, Ooh, I can actually, you know, get myself together because this is this has been way too hot. Like even right now, it's like, well, it's it cooled down a lot, but it was early. It was like ninety three degrees. I'm like, look, bitch, we gonna have to do something with this weather because this shit ain't working for me now. <laughs> but um, yep, appointments starting every every two uh, every. Every week I have two appointments now until, uh, you know, August, and it's crazy. I can tell everybody, hey, next month I had these babies, y'all. Hey. So it's been nice. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much all that's been going on with me. Um, it's not like I can drink, you know what I'm saying, mimosas and stuff like you, you know what I'm saying? I know you was partying last weekend. Did you end up enjoying the, um, the pool party?
1: Oh, yeah, that no, was really cool. It's always uh, fun to get around my friends and, you know, family and just chill and, you know, get lit and talk shit. And, you know, <laughs> I love it. That's I a had a lot time. of fun. I
2: can't wait. I can't wait to, you know, and I know I don't want to sound crazy, y'all. So don't need to sit up there trying to judge me, okay? Don't even sit up there. But November 5th or possibly before, just a little bit, once I stop, you know, the breastfeeding, I'm trying to let you know vodka and lemon is on my on my to-do list, okay? That's the that's the first thing I want to do is grab me a cocktail of vodka and lemon and just drink a little bit, just a little bit, y'all, just a little bit. So, yeah, I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. And you know how you go through photos and stuff like that, of, like you on vacation? Oh, I was looking at me like in Vegas a couple years ago with that beautiful drink in a swimming pool. I was like, this was life right here. What the hell was I thinking when I was like, oh, let's have babies, like, this is crazy okay. Don't do it y'all, don't do it no,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: But y'all, we're going to get ready and get this show popping But before we get started, Jim, why don't you go ahead and hit them with that confession question of the day after the sparks
1: Alright y'all, confession question, confession question <laughs> We're past halfway through the year how has your life changed these last six months? Again, we're past halfway through the year. How has your life changed these past six months? And let's get into those confessionals. It's Angel Vondrina.
2: All right, y'all. Okay, so a lot of people they've been stating that, you know, Rob Kardashian, he seems as if he is disappearing, literally. So according to the Daily Mail, Rob Kardashian, he disappeared from the limelight. Like, After putting on about 100 or more pounds, he struggled with depression, anxiety, and diabetes while trying to lose weight. But Rob recently posted a rare photo of himself himself online showing off a slimmer figure. Rob Kardashian is back, and he's ready to show off his slimmed-down figure after a long struggle to lose weight. Now, he's 31 years old, and he appeared in the Instagram photo holding his daughter, Dream Kardashian, who's now one, while celebrating his birthday, with his family, and this was around March, but fans, they couldn't help but notice that he seems really, really thin in that image. So, everybody's wondering, like, what is his secret to all this sudden weight loss? Well, Rob's been banned from Instagram following the incident with his ex-fiance, Black Chyna, and he isn't an avid Twitter user. So, updates have been few and far between, but while Rob made it known to fans that he's losing weight, he didn't make it clear as to how much weight he's lost. One thing for sure, though, he looks happy and he looks healthy. And in 2016, we all know that Rob revealed on Instagram that he weighed approximately 248 pounds. Um, he was hopeful that he'd eventually get back down to between 200 and 210, and it's unclear if he ever reached that goal, even though it looks like it. Unlike his sister, Kim, Rob, he never opened up about a specific diet that he was on. But he has, however, said that he's working with a nutritionist and even that his mom went through great lengths to stock his home with healthy foods and help him out. And then also in October of 2017, a report from People said that Rob is very much addicted to junk food. So I feel like all of that combined with his mom helping him out and with um, him eating healthy food or working with a nutritionist, all of this is possibly helped but I'm wondering personally myself if he went ahead and just got the light. So, I mean, that's the quickest way to go ahead and, you know, slim on down. But it also took him a while to actually get down to where he was. So it's like, okay, well, you know, this is interesting. Jim, what is your take on Rob Kardashian and his massive
1: weight loss? So a couple of things. Um super proud of him. Especially as a person, you know, myself who has been a yo yoer my whole life and has struggled with yes. weight, you know, gaining weight super fast and losing it faster. Um mm-hmm. I think it's amazing. I hope that he can keep it off. Um, also, I don't think that he's had like any work done because if you see the pictures, it's still like a little loose area. Like you can still tell that he's not. It's not like like skin, but you can still tell like it's not all the way tight. Like compared, to if he would have got it mm. pulled, you know, he would have been looking like totally snatched. Um, but yeah, <laughs> good for him. Like know. good for him. I
2: don't know how how, how true is that because um, what is her name? Oh, I forgot her name. But her man, he had got life. over. remember he had revealed it was he's on one of those reality shows, and he had the dreadlocks with the he used to paint yeah. his nails. And but it, um, but the thing
1: but, is, if you looked at his body though, um, I, I forgot for, uh, rock. She calls him diamonds and pearls, but I I know who you're <laughs> talking about, the producer, or whatever, because he always wears mm-hmm. like pearls. <laughs> yeah, pearls. But in his um, ears and
2: his neck. Yep.
1: Right, right, but. I would say his body never looked big. It was just he just has a, like, you know how you can look at people's face and tell that they're, like, a little overweight? So it was like yeah. his face didn't watch, didn't match his body. But I I would oh, think the same yeah. thing about Lyrica Anderson. I feel like now, like, yeah, she Lyrica, looks smaller in the I face. Know. But I remember, like, when she first came out, she definitely had a chubby face, too, and the rest of her body was, like, poor, this So. But she did. She mm-hmm. said that's what she she got her
2: breasts done, and she said she had surgery on her, on her uh, stomach section, too. So, okay. and they both got LIFO. So, yeah. But, um, okay, so yeah, that, that's, that's really sense. good. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm happy for Rob, too, like you said. If he's out here and he's. I I really love, like, when I see, it's it's a lot of motivation, personally, to me, when I see people out here, and they working hard, and they getting getting their workout on, and they you know, eating healthy and stuff like that, because it's a really difficult thing to do. I even remember when Jun just really went on this, like, ridiculous-ass strict diet, and he, like, from high school to, like, it was, like, right out of high school, and, like, he was, like, extra anorexic. And I was just like, Jen, like, okay, now, I like, stop losing weight. And he was just like, mm, you know, Gleka, like, I need to go ahead and keep keep this up, you know. And I'm just like, wow. Like, and it was so in- insane because running really makes you, you was running and he just yeah. slimmed down. But you were running, you didn't really eat, like, sweets. Like, it's a lot of discipline. It's hard to be so disciplined like that. So if he's doing this and he's working out and he has a nutritionist, even though, you know, he's rich and he could pay for this type of stuff, you know, it's just it's really good still that he's being consistent. And sometimes it takes for you to have a a, a breakup in order for you to get your shit together. So, you know, maybe that's what he needed in his life because when him and Black China was together, yeah, he lost about 40 pounds. But, you know, he was still real, you know, sloppy, you know, and kind of gross. (laughs)
1: So um, how tall is he for him to be 240 pounds and look that big? He must not yeah, be that he tall. Looks
2: short. Yeah, he must he has to be short because it's like if you were 248 like, you know, like Right, cuz like, like me, I'm, I'm, I'm like right I'm like, like pushing 300.
1: <laughs> right, I'm like shit if i was 240, I would be snatched. So I'm like
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That nigga
1: must be like really short. <laughs> <laughs> or
2: something cuz I'm like I just got on the scale the other day like, mm, mm-hmm, okay. 252. All right, now, damn it. Like, this is, you know, enough is enough. No, let me stop. But, you know, I'm trying to, I definitely want to go ahead when I had a baby, like, and, and lose like a good, like, well, I don't know how much bigger I'm going to get. I'm hoping I don't get, you know, like 270 when uh, these next, <laughs> in these next six to seven weeks, but I'm hoping to get down to 200. At least 200 pounds, like, that's the biggest I want to be. Because at 200 pounds, like, people be looking tiny. Like, I will like, look at photos from back, I'm like, damn, like, I was, like, 210 in this photo looking good as hell, thinking I'm right. just, just the biggest person in the world. But anyways, y'all, we're going to go ahead and move on to that next topic. Jenny, you ready?
1: Yes, of course. Of course. All right, y'all. So recently, Charlemagne revealed on the Brilliant Eighties podcast that his friend Tory Briggs, who's a, um, a DJ and also like a Instagram model, like she's really famous on like social media, uh, Tory Briggs, she opened up about having anxiety because her boyfriend was like recently robbed at a gunpoint. Her boyfriend is rapper Rich the Kid. Um, And they said that he was like beat up really badly, and it was like she only had like a few bruises. And so, um, the internet kind of made it seem you know, they run with rumors, and um, they basically made it seem like she had him set up, so she was just like really stressed about it. And he talked about how she um admitted that it gave her a lot of anxiety, but let's get into it.
0: From all the girls the hips you bro, broke Throughout bro, like, the years Anxiety is real As a motherfucking man me. I, I got a friend right now Who had a Very traumatic experience And um, I was talking to them Yesterday you know They didn't have Nobody to talk to We just had a conversation And she was like Fuck The person was like You know I went on social media And saw what they were Saying about me And I believe it and I had a fucking anecdote. I made those
2: texts all week. Are, is it done? Because I can't, uh, I can't hear it. I've been okay. talking
0: about it. And, and, and they're putting the blame on the person. And the person had literally nothing to do with their victim situation as well. And just reading comments from, which is so weird that we just come to conclusions. Like, oh, shit, how long have you known Richard kid? That's the homie. You know what I'm saying? She can stop China. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's just like, but you go through a traumatic experience like that. Yeah. And you get the blame. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And how does social media come to these conclusions? They have zero evidence. This is literally how they feel. Think about that. They have zero evidence. There is nothing pointing to this her in this situation at all. This is just how they feel. Now, mind you, I could be totally wrong. Personally, I don't think I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? I don't think she had anything to do with it. But it's just the point. That social media came up with this whole narrative. This whole narrative. As if all the people she could be dating, she would get Rich the set up. You think Rich Kid is the rich motherfucker <laughs> that called he ever dealt with salute uh, to Tory. I love Tory. No, honestly, have you seen Tory Briggs? <laughs> Do you know the guys that Tori Bridge kicked it with? No, no, no. Come on, man. Like come yeah, on. Yeah. Like if she was gonna get, you wanna get somebody robbed, you think it'd be Rich the kid. Yeah. And she makes her own money. And she gets paid from her DJ skills, but she gets paid from her looks as well. You think she's gonna let somebody bust her in the fucking face? Yeah, yeah. Bust her fucking eye all the fuck open like Yeah. I, it just—it's like, like I always say. It just bo- it boggles my mind how people really just don't even give a fuck about the facts, the evidence, hmm. the logic, or even what a person said. They go with how they feel. I mean, so being that they felt like she set Rich the kid up, that's the narrative on social media. That's how these conspiracies start. I mean, there are people.
1: What did you think, Miss Angel Adrina?
2: Okay, so uh, Jen, do you have also a link where people they can go and listen to like the first part, the clip in the beginning? It was a little shaky, so uh, we we'll, we'll probably just leave that in the in the link so you guys can take a take a listen to the entire uh, into the entire audio. But personally, what do you think? Obviously, people are gonna run with what they what they think happens. You know what I'm saying? Personally, I don't know. I'm not. I, I do feel what he's saying. You know, she's a very gorgeous girl. Um, I don't. I definitely don't feel like she'd just be having motherfuckers, up, you know, messing her face up the way they did. But for her to be sitting up there stressed out about what a bunch of motherfuckers are saying over the Internet, it's like, who fucks everybody? You know what I'm saying? You know what you did. But I also feel like he's really biased. Maybe he he has a crush on her or whatever like that. She looks good. She's fine. You know, so for her to be like, you know, for her... Have you seen what she looked like? And for her to be, you know, ooh, rich, the kid, like, like, calm the fuck down. Because you don't know how people they they are. You know, she could have done it. But also, when you look at the facts and stuff, I personally don't feel like somebody, they would want to get their eye messed up. They, I mean, they somebody, you know, they, they, they got her real good. You know, they got her good. I don't feel like she went up there and set set him up like that. But also... um. You do know that she's pregnant right now and that he broke up with her just recently, right, Jen?
1: No, I did not know that. She's pregnant by him?
2: Yes, Rich the Kid and Tori Bricks are pregnant. And just 15 hours ago, um, his uh, article came out um, that he dumped her. So, yeah, it, it, they have a lot going on right now um, in their lives. But sorry, that's off topic. Jen, what did you think about? The robbery, and then her anxiety about all of this is happening. And how do you feel like she should move forward from all of this that's going on?
1: So I'm not really familiar with either one. Rich, I've never Get listened to Rich either. the Kid's music. And as far as Story Bricks, like I've seen her on like social media. I remember at one point she was dating like Young May. Um, wow! But yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she is a she is a pretty girl. Um, mm-hmm. I do feel like that is a little extreme to be, like, that much in, you know, the limelight and for people to, for you to be, like, internet famous and you trying to have motherfuckers set up, that's, like, a little extra. So, I don't really see something like that happening. But also what you said, the fact that she's getting anxiety from what, like, motherfuckers that she don't even know personally are saying is kind of crazy, too. But you have to think about it as well. You know, a lot of times people, they seek validation, you know, on the internet. And if all you have seen on the internet is a good public persona and people kissing your ass and you receiving DMs from millions of celebrities and you know what I'm saying, you looking like you just lived a lit life and then out of nowhere you know, this one rumor starts and everybody's talking shit about you, you it it may have some effect. You know, maybe she hasn't got to the point where she has gotten like thick skin, you know. Um, because a lot of celebrities, they talk about it, like, in the beginning when they first, you know, receive like, that – because I I feel like at some point, every kind of, like, social influencer or um, public personalities, you know, at one point, they're going to get some sort of negative feedback or backlash yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that is kind of the point to where you're like, okay, yeah, fuck this shit. I can't let this weigh on me, or you just feed into it like Cardi B and be ready to argue with anybody and everybody, you know, be insecure. Um, (laughs) Or maybe she hasn't got to that point yet.
2: Oh, you talking
1: about with? um, You talking about when she got into it with that boy for the? We talked about that on the show.
2: No, no, what? Just I just seen this shit like today. Um, She had. Somebody was like, wouldn't it be dope if Nicki Minaj, she, um, you know, talked about some real, some real shit. And no, she, if she's pushing, they was like, she's pushing 40 and she, it'd be dope if she talked about real shit that's going on in her life, like past relationships or, you know, how she bossed up and this and that and, Nicki Minaj went on her like, uh, you a bum, bitch. I'm not pushing this. You just mad because I'm rich and you poor. You, I was like, really? Like, why would you ever even do something like that? It was so horrible. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, she literally did not have to do that. But sorry, off yeah. topic.
1: No, it's fine. <laughs> you know, it I mean, so getting wild. to that, I feel like I don't really know the story with that either. But Nicki, Mina- Nicki Minaj definitely seems like a classist. Um, she definitely is out of touch. You know, she's been for a long time now. And, um, you know, because even like when we talked about Michelle, where she was like kind of slut shaming people, you know, for having sex for, you know, $2,000. And, you know, and I understand where she's coming from, but it's like, bitch, it's motherfuckers out here having sex for $200. You know, so. <laughs> oh, um,
2: <for>
1: <laughs> shit, less than that, you know, but. Yeah, yeah, You can't just, you know, run your mouth and, you know, live your whole life and you know, you say you call you call yourself like an exhibitionist, and you know your titties out one day, you're in a thorn the next day, and your then legs you're like, well, I haven't right. And she, and then you know, next thing she's saying is, you know, I'm I may show, but I'm not busting it open. That's like it's kind of hypocritical. Mm-hmm. Did you know that the guy that she actually had got into it about that with is from Milwaukee? I forgot his name, but no. he was like. Yeah, yeah, he's like kind of on Twitter heavy, and I remember like we were on Twitter heavy like around the same time. Do you remember that shit when oh, I okay. had like all them followers hey, on Twitter, and yeah, the blog, I and remember, all that? That yeah. was like, and I was like, wait a minute, when they said the name, I was just like, wait a minute, I feel like I used to follow this nigga, and and like I googled <laughs> him, and it, that's the same guy, but he has like two hundred some thousand followers now, and I'm just like, damn. If I would have just kept up with this <laughs> shit, who knows what it could have? What could have happened? Yeah, it would have been
2: crazy because you had the you had the blog site and everything. You was just doing a lot, but you know, life changed, priorities changed. You know, so it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, y'all, we're gonna go ahead and move on to the next topic. All right, y'all. So according to etonline.com, y'all favorite person, I hear Tiffany Haddish says that Drake asked her out, but then canceled at the last minute. And so we all know how real, you know, Tiffany Haddish she can be. She talks a whole lot, and she's getting real about an, yet another A-list celebrity encounter. Um, you know, I didn't realize that Tiffany Haddish was 38 years old, which is, you know, she looks good as hell. But anyways. The 38-year-old comedian is the latest guest on Jada Pinkett Smith's hit Facebook Watch series, Table Talk, in which the Girls Trip co-stars discuss Haddish skyrocketing to fame after her breakout performance in the 2017 hit. Haddish, who's single, acknowledges that her busy schedule makes it tough to date these days, but says she's more than willing to make time for the right person. Um, Tiffany Haddish then shares that 31-year-old Drake acts her out After they started texting, and um, Haddish appeared in Drake's star-studded music video, Nice For What. He was like, let me take you out for dinner, she revealed. I was like, that sounds good. And he was like, okay, cool, cool. We'll make it work, right? So I blocked off all this time, like, shoot, I'm going to get my mustache waxed. You know what I'm saying? Get my armpit, armpit waxed give me a nice little dress, but the date never came to be. Then I'm like, so what time are we heading out? Are you sitting in the car? Like, where are we going? He's like, oh man, my bad. Family emergency. I'm in Canada right now. And I was like, okay, okay. I could make, I could have made a hundred thousand dollars today, but I was trying to see what that D do. But all right, not going to do that one. So I guess it was a family emergency, Jen. Do you think that you know, it was really a family emergency with Drake and he just didn't have time or do you think Drake was just like, this bitch is talking too damn much about everybody. It's, it's not for me. It's not for me.
1: No, I definitely just feel like he probably is inconsiderate and he's like at a, a point in his career where he doesn't realize the, you know, maybe like the magnitude of his celebrity and how even though he's asking about another celebrity, it's like a big fucking deal to go on a date with him and- he probably just didn't care he might have just been like you know had that had that plans but somebody was like hey let's go let's go do this and he was like okay well I'll just make up some shit in town McKenna at the time and, <laughs> you know I don't think it was shade I just think it was just him just being inconsiderate, but <laughs> I guess lesson I learned for Tiffany child like mm-hmm. she did all that honey and It didn't pay off in the end But I think that would have been a cute little situation You know, old Drizzy Drake and Miss Tiffany Haddish
2: Yeah, I feel like Tiffany Haddish So she do a lot of talking Like, Like, she just don't care Like, she talks a lot And I do feel like that has a lot to do with Um why certain people they don't like I feel like Drake probably was also, like in my personal thing I probably was like she really do talk a lot like you know if we go out on the date is she gonna end up telling the world to take all these photos or you know cause Scorpios they really don't like even though we talk a lot even though we talk all the time we really don't like like everybody else like telling our business like that you know what I'm saying so I feel like she probably just like, like well, tell everybody else business you already know it so don't even go there <laughs>
1: <laughs> as you
2: get older though you stop telling people business as much you start thinking about consequences and if you want people telling your business and this shit right here and you be like mm, let me just keep this to myself unless it's family you know what i'm saying like you know real close family that that don't that's not going to sit up there and be like girl i heard you know what i'm saying but tiffany haddish is you know obviously not close family and i just i could see her being like yes yeah, and drake oh, I'm going to tell the world what that D do, and you know what I'm saying? Oh, that D was not the best, you know what I'm saying? So I can see something. He probably was scared, like, mm, she going to tell the world that the D was bad.
1: So, <laughs> right, and it'd be it like, like a, a segment in her show, child. But, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, because I remember, like, them saying that, like, after the whole incident with Sanaa Lathan, Biden, mm-hmm. Beyonce, that we talked about, she was yeah. saying, like, since she talked about that whole incident, it's like she's gotten more popping. Like she's been getting invited yeah. to more parties because they feel like, okay, well, she's, you know, she's the it girl right now when it comes to like comedy and stuff. So it's like clearly if she's talking about me in her stand up, then that makes me popping too. I feel like fame is different now. It used to be like mysterious, and there still are like a few celebrities you know, like the Beyonce's and the Jay-Z's that want yeah. to keep their private life private. But for the most part, motherfuckers want to be relevant, you know, and if Tiffany Haddish is talking about them, that's another plus for them, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I feel like that's true. Yeah. Well, hmm. that, that's interesting. Well, we shall see where everything goes with Miss Haddish, and you know what I'm saying, if she'll ever see what that D do. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all, we're going to go ahead and
1: Move on to that next topic. All right, y'all. Don't let the release of Drake's new album, Scorpion, distract you from the fact that Dang Dash walked up to Lee Daniels in the Good Seats section at the Hollywood Bowl in the middle of a Diana Ross concert as (laughs) Miss Ross herself was on stage singing Reach Out and Touch Somebody's Hand and demanded to know where is his $2 million? (laughs) <laughs> in an exclusive interview with TMZ's Raquel Harper for Rack Rants, Daniel said that the confrontation was a wake-up call for him, and he now intends to pay Dash his money in full. Do you feel that him going up to you at the concert was acceptable? How did that make you feel? Harper asked Daniels. I was uncomfortable, Daniel said. It was very uncomfortable. It was a very uncomfortable thing. And here's the thing it made me think. When nobody in Hollywood was giving me money after my Academy Award, Damon's crazy ass was craziest enough to give me money for The Woodsman and for Shadow Boxer*. Daniel said Dash's investment in him did not pay off. I looked him in the eyes and I told him that you would get your investment back. This black man gave me my money when nobody, not Disney, not Sony, not Tristar, not Paramount, not Warner Brothers for a film, he did it. And so for that, he deserves his money, Daniels. He told Harper that it took that wake-up call during Diana Ross's performance for him to see that he needs to pay Dash back, even though the movie he invested in did not make money. Daniels said Dash was part of his journey, and if not for him, Daniels may not have gone on to make the Butler or Precious. He said he is in position now to give Dash his money back, so he is going to make sure that happens. No word yet on whether Daniels plans to break Monique off some of the profits he made for precious though. What do you think, Miss Angel Mondrina?
2: Okay. First of all, I think that Daniels was Lee Daniels is bogus. Who cares how he feels? He should have been gave him his money. Um, You know, at the end of the day, nobody should ever have to walk up to you and ask you for their money, whether it made money, whether it was a deal that made money or not, you know what you owe, whether it was a, a verbal or a, you know, a written contractual agreement, this is what you still owe. And obviously it was extremely embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? You sitting down and they're saying, Where's my money at? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I thought you're looking like, Oh my God, like let me um let me get this man his money. But he should have What, a bag, it, what a bag at nigga. What a bag at Right. At gunpoint, like, we finna we finna <laughs> figure this out immediately, you know. But he should that that shouldn't have had had, had to be his wake up part. He should have I like, come on, you know, everybody knows who Lee Daniels is. You should have been gave this man his money back. You know you got more than enough money. You could have paid him had you did it the right way and you know what I'm saying, in some type of payment agreement or in installations or whatever like that. But instead, now this man is demanding all $2 million at one time. He ain't playing about his money, you know what I'm saying, as especially $2 million, give him his cash. So... Yeah, he, he got what he deserves. I'm glad he got that wake-up call. And um, if he don't pay him soon, uh, Damon Dash is going to be somewhere else, you know what I'm saying? And it's not probably going to be nice next time. So what did you think about
1: it? <laughs> Pop it up at all the concerts, nigga. Like, where the bag at, nigga? Where is the bag? you right. been on me $2 million. I mean, I just <laughs> think the whole situation is fucking psycho because to think that Lee Daniels owed this man this amount of money this whole time and it's never time. like came about the fact that we didn't even know that Lee Daniels and Dame Dash even knew each other and it's right. just also you know they talk about it in comedy all the time I don't know if it was some more but it's like when you see somebody living their life and you know they owe you money that's like fucked up shit it's like nigga you Ooh. supposed to pay me that 2 dollars a week ago now you in the club <laughs> now you got on new clothes so can you imagine $2 million I'm equating it to the level I'm on <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I you, I nigga, I didn't <laughs> borrow you $30 and you told me you was going to pay me back a week ago, there. nigga. Right. And every time right, you I you see you, you're like, shit ain't changed. <laughs> and you don't owe me no damn money. You know, so <laughs> I, <laughs> I think it, it was very fucked up for Lee Daniels and it, it does show his character. At the same yeah. time, it's just like, uh, he's the first 80 motherfucker, you know? And I'm glad because I think. If I'm not mistaken, Dame Dash did sue him, and he won. Like his lawsuit, like twice, and they did have contractual wow. agreements. And I'm glad it wasn't like, uh, you know, nigga agreement over you know words mm-hmm. or whatever, and, extra mm-hmm. and shit like that. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, Lou like, Daniels is supposed to pay him like five percent over like some of his pro- projects, and even that has not panned out. You know, like he really owes this man like five million dollars. You know, wow, if I'm not mistaken. Know? Yeah, because, I mean, he invested with him. And it, even though what well, he invested in did not, like he said, did not recoup from those projects, he was able to go on and do stuff that did turn out to be massive hits mm-hmm. like Precious and Butler and now Empire, you know. so And, you know, Dame Dash is not in the best situation right now. I don't know if he's broke, right. but he definitely isn't, you know, at the level of Lee Daniels. And the fact right. that you were able to help somebody, you know, willingly – another black man, and he turns his back on you. It's it's so yeah. fucked up and wrong. You know? Yeah. But I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it got me thinking like damn. Like, Monique been saying this shit that this is a shady motherfucker. And yep. now y'all see. Now y'all see. Yep. You know? So should we <laughs> give Monique a chance, honey? Like, I mean, I've been willing to give her a chance. And, you know, yeah. I, I follow her show. I love, I think she's hilarious. I listen to her podcast all the time. I do think that she's going on and on, and we're going to talk about it Later on in the show, uh, about you know her dealings, you know, but um, yeah, she clearly is not a liar, <laughs> right? Literally.
2: Right, I mean, she's proven she wasn't a liar, though. You know, when people they were sitting up there calling her a liar, she had yeah. facts, she had paperwork, she had you know, she had a lot of things to show, hey. Motherfucker, even though I don't have to provide this evidence, I am doing it anyways, and here you guys go, and people, every single time, people was just like, oh, damn, like, she is telling the truth, so, I, yeah, I didn't think that she was a liar, you know, even, you know, uh, ahead of time, so, yeah, you know, it, this is deep, this is interesting, and pay him his money, that's all I have to say, <laughs> all right, y'all, next topic. been hearing a whole lot about Mr. R. Kelly lately. Should I address him like right that, Jim? Mr. R. Kelly? I mean, do he deserve the mister? Okay, well, anyway.
1: No. Call of course, him the Piper like the racist he is. Not the race, racist. The rapist he is.
2: <laughs> According to Essence.com, R. Kelly ex-wife shares brutal details about his abuse. He's definitely a monster. Now, R. Kelly ex-wife is continuing to open up about the abuse that occurred during their marriage calling the R&B singer a monster in a recent interview. And Andrea Kelly is sharing more than brutal details from her years with the Ignition singer in an interview with the Insider Edition. She recalls that Chicago home became a prison for her during their marriage from 1996 until 2009. Ten years being married, but I don't know what it's like to be a wife, she says in tears. What's supposed to be, what's supposed to have been my big, beautiful mansion ultimately became my prison. Kelly has refrained from speaking out publicly about their abuse and their relationship for years despite mounting accusations of sexual misconduct and abuse against her ex-husband. But she says that the several women who have came forward in recent months have now inspired her to speak her truth. In the interview, she dove into specifics about the abuse including the fact that she cannot leave their home without his permission and that she had to call him daddy. Two other women who recently came forward, Kitty Jones and Asante McGee, also claimed that they had to call R. Kelly daddy as well. Gross. Um, R., uh, Kelly also recalled an incident where her ex-husband hog tied her to the bed. I was tied up and left on the side of the bed, and he went to sleep. She first opened up about her abuse, earlier last month in an interview with daytime talk show sister circle in that interview she detailed for viewers the moment where she finally walked away from her ex-husband after calling a domestic abuse hotline that day i just remember playing sick all day explained kelly while trying to fight back tears i went and got into bed and was like okay what are you going to do and something just said ended that was my first answer And she admits that she stayed silent for almost 10 years because she had to heal herself mentally first. I was not strong enough, Kelly revealed. How can I be a voice for the voiceless when I don't even have my own? So I had to wait until God said, okay, daughter, it's time. R. Kelly has, of course, denied all accusations against him, calling the recent mute R. Kelly hashtag and Time's Up boycott campaigns against him and attempted public lynching. Jen, all of these accusations, just like all the accusations against Bill Cosby, can't just be, you know, a coincidence. Like, R. Kelly, we all all knew what was going on when you was up there sleeping around with Aaliyah, and she was just a little-ass girl, and you was a grown-ass man. Your mind's telling you no, but your body's telling you yes. You know what I'm saying? So, what is he
1: doing? R. Kelly, clearly as I've said all these years is a pedophile and a rapist and, you know, a disgusting motherfucker, and for people to continue to support this man, especially black women, I feel like it's just whack as fuck and and stupid. Um, His wife has now come out and said, you know, even more, you know, went in deep and explained that this man of you know emotionally and physically for you to tie up somebody and just Leave them there cause you mad About the crazy shit sleep. that's going on In your life And then just go is, to sleep I like, just have a good
2: ass evening Just Good night I'm gonna just hog tie your
1: ass here. Just go to sleep. <laughs> so was like, she like slept Was she like sleep throughout the night Like did he <laughs> not like turn over And just see her like Still tied up and stressed <laughs> out Like that's, that's some evil shit
2: Yeah That is –
1: I cannot imagine that. Like, I I don't want to hurt like that. Like, clearly, like, his – the way he thinks (laughs) does not, you know, tie up with, you know, what is normal and healthy of a, you know, Western-cultured marriage. So um, – and and just in general, I I feel like this man clearly – you know, it's, it's past. He needs help. I, I think he needs, he deserves jail time. Like, he needs to be somewhere, you know, calling somebody else daddy. And dealing oh, with damn. everything that he <laughs> has put these young women through. You know, that shit is sick. Mm-hmm. He's a fucked up person at the end of the day. You know, I, 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 don't, I just He's don't get his, sorry. He he, he is he is this shit is happen, happening slowly, you know, and he thought that he was gonna be able to continue because he attacked a you know disenfranchised group of people, you know, black women, you know, people that nobody pays attention to are saying shit. It wasn't right, like he was right. out here, you know, trying to mess with little white girls, and he did that. That motherfucker is calculated. Mhm. Mm-hmm. But the shit is gonna come and it's, it's gonna come fast and hard, child. At the end of the day.
2: Yep. We're going to see it. We're going to see it. The more women, they're going to come out, and they're going to talk about what's going on, and it's going to be a wrap. It's going to be real sad business. So, uh, yeah, mm, that's deep. Well, all right, y'all. We're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic.
1: Following her tirade against Netflix, Monique isn't done calling out Hollywood's elite. The comedian released audio clips of a discussion she had with Tyler Perry and her husband, Cindy Higgs, to rolling out. And it is juicy. In the audio, Monique and Higgs um Perry for her. Medea, make Tyler's ass step his ass up. I'm talking to Medea right now. Medea, I need you to pull Tyler. Tyler's ass in the back and say, "Baby, you watching this sister starve? Her family starve. You watching? What you <laughs> want me to do? Listen, I'm, you know I'm trying to talk like her. You know she's like very dramatic. Yes, yes. Time. You watching it? What you want me to do? Listen, don't play with that baby like that." <laughs> she said, referring to Perry's famous black grandma persona. Persona. Perry responded with a promise that he would get more her money. This is Tyler Perry talking. I'm going to call and find out what money is coming from. Um, I'm going to send that over to you. Whatever it is, I'm going to send it to you here, fine. Perry also admitted Monique was unfairly seen as difficult in Hollywood. But when the couple asked him to speak out against the negativity, he was reluctant. When they brought up Oprah, potentially speaking out in support of the comedian, Perry said he couldn't speak for her. I spent too much time here. I thought this would be a quick call that I could just call and say how I felt, he said. He went on to suggest Monique find a movie role so she could generate a buzz and all of this could go away. Monique promptly reminded Perry that he called her. And by the time the audio cut off, it was clear nothing was resolved. So far, um, none of the involved parties have mentioned the audio, and it is unclear when the call occurred. Yes, So what do you think? Um,
2: I think that I wonder what – Tyler Perry acts like he's scared. You know, like, what are you – are you scared that people, they're going to – like, because that's two-faced as hell. You can't sit up there and say one thing, and then when it comes to the limelight and people, they asking you about, you know, what you said, you have something totally different to say, like, Motherfucker, Monique is slick as hell. You think she ain't record that conversation? Like, don't play games. You know what I'm saying? So, the fact that he's, you know, switching shit up and pretending and all of that, I don't like, that's 2 faced. I don't like shit like that. And that makes me not even want to, you know what I'm saying, watch none of his movies. You know, Boo 3 is probably going to be coming out soon. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to be supporting somebody who Not only supporting somebody who uh can't even support their own people, especially when you know what she's going through and you know that shit. She's been blackballed and all of this shit. And it's been clearly for some bogus ass shit. So, like what's going on? Like are they like are they doing like some type of like I don't know. It it's just strange to me. It's crazy, it's strange. And Monique just needs to fuck say fuck all of them and go ahead and get get that money. Because, obviously, these people are not going to be trying to mess around with her. You know what I'm saying? So, stop talking to Tyler Perry, too. He's he two-faced.
1: It's a travesty tragedy
2: it, at the it, end of right. the day. Right. You better <laughs> say that. You better say it, Jen.
1: <laughs> but I don't know. I see both sides. I feel like it is kind of hard for in Tyler's case, for him to come out and respond because he is a, why? you know, a g- executive and these are people you that say, he... You real? What I heard a podcast is why sit in if this person, not only from this incident, but, you know, there have, there has been personal accounts of Monique being difficult. Maybe she wasn't oh, wrong yeah, in this yeah. situation, but there has been many people that have said that she was you know, and it, it may be the money thing, but you know, I remember Angela Yee talking about how she had friends who, you know, was on set with her for like a essence shoot and they were saying how she was yelling and cursing and, you know, doing the most. And I don't think yeah. like people just make that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I I think like, you know, like me, I've met I've met celebrities before. And I'm not gonna lie, when you when people have a bad rep, of course you you have reservations and you're just like, I don't want to deal with this. But then when you actually, mm-hmm. they actually speak and you sit and talk to them and you're just like, oh, these motherfuckers cool. Then I mean, that would change your whole thought process. But it's just like if the overall consensus you doing the most, nobody will deal with it. It has to have some truth with it. Everybody not trying to just sit and kiss Oprah Winfrey's ass and Lee Daniels' right. ass. I'm sorry. Like, it, it's more to the situation. And also, you know, I forgot, I don't know if it was the read or if it was brilliant idiots as well. And they were talking about it, but someone was saying, it was just like, why would you want to sit and go to bat for somebody who does not respect you? And it's these two people where you have this, these plethora of connections that are yeah, fucking Yeah, exactly.
2: Them. Exactly.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like on the other side, it's, it's these people, yeah. it's, it's Monique and Sydney against the world. You know what I'm saying? Not letting nobody in, feel like everybody else is the problem. And then you have a whole other side with, you know, connections and money and no issues. Why would you choose to defend these motherfuckers? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I'm
2: trying to figure out, too. Like, what are you doing?
1: That's bizarre. It's tough. It's tough. I do think Monique is talented. And I do... I feel like this isn't the end of her. I do feel like she, at one point... You know, like maybe later on in her career, she is gonna have a major comeback and she is gonna be on top again. But the way she's going about it right now, it's like this is just too much. Like we know we, she a lot we of believe in you. Like we believe you, honey. Like just right. let it go. Stop. Stop exactly. with all the extra. Exactly.
2: Exactly. I feel like that too. It. This is you. This panned out long enough. Let's move on. I feel like if she put this much effort into making a new movie or something like that. That should be extra dope. Do something that's funny this time. Do a, 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 you know, not just, you know, comedy. Do act, like, get out there and try and create a movie. Create a script. Do whatever it is that you do. Something extremely hilarious, you know what I'm saying? And get that quick comeback, because all it is Extra shit that you talking about Lee Daniels, Tyler Perry, over Winfrey. Like, uh, I'm, we said this shit, what, months ago? we sick and tired of hearing about this bullshit. You recording secret conversations and shit like that? Like, okay, we get it. We understand. Move on. Move on. Okay, enough. Like, girl, and I don't know why she's so stuck on this. I don't know if she just really want them to be her friend or want to get back in that circle because that's, you know, they, these are the people that's making a lot of money right now in the industry or whatever the case is. Or even because Tyler Perry, he has his own studios. Maybe she wants to work in one of his studios or whatever like that, or be in one of his movies. I don't know. But I know that she needs to just get past it and get her own shit together. And that's it. That's it. All right, y'all. We're going to move on to the next topic. Okay, y'all. So, according to Monsters and Critics, um, Basketball Wise is back with a brand new episode. June, did that episode already happen with Evelyn and Shani and Tammy? Because you know yes, I don't watch did. Basketball Wise.
1: Okay. I don't watch it either. Um, but I had to go and rewatch this episode. Not rewatch it, but, you know, after it aired, I had to go back and, you know, find the episode and watch it. And child was a juicy. But yeah, it did air. Okay.
2: <clears throat> so, <clears throat> it was a brand new episode and it, was uh it had take take took in place after a week of um, basketball wise being off and it was extra dramatic and Jen he can tell you guys about that afterwards but after weeks of teasing about Evelyn sleeping with Shawnee O'Neal's man the truth will be coming out or it came out and Evelyn and um, Shawnee they're trying to figure out will they ever be able to get in the past we all know Tammy Roman jokes about Evelyn sleeping her way through three players. To- Three player associations, referencing her relationships with players in the NFL, NBA, and MLB. MLB, excuse me. But her latest uh, revelation about Evelyn's romantic connections is even more shocking than that. It turns out that something apparently occurred between Evelyn and Shawnee O'Neal's ex-boyfriend Marlon Yates, and not her ex-husband Shaquille O'Neal. It's not clear yet how it all went down, but evidently. <coughs> I'm sorry, y'all, excuse me. But evidently, um, it's claimed that Evelyn slept with Marlon. That reveal happened on that episode of Basketball Wives and Tammy Roman. is someone who put Evelyn out there on VH1. It was a big secret. Well, um, young Cena episode, apparently Tammy, she had been holding on to that secret for over a year and um, it was revealed, like I said, during the big showdown with Shawnee. considering how upset everyone looks in a promo, it's safe to say that Shawnee will have bigger beef with Evelyn. But will she forgive Tammy for waiting so long to tell her? Jun, how did this play out on the show? And what did Shawnee do? I mean, did she care because it's her ex or like is she mad because it's like at Tammy because it's like how can you be my friend and you knew that Evelyn slept with my ex boyfriend and you ain't tell me about it like how did all of this shit play out?
1: Wow, so how how it was portrayed on the show it definitely did not they did not make it seem like it was Marlon the whole time because they didn't say the person's name it kept getting bleeped out it oh, to me wow. they made it seem like it was Shaquille O'Neal you know what I'm saying but I feel like that mm-hmm. would make more sense for for her to have slept with him because it could have been, like, a prior situation and she never told Shawnee. But I feel like for her to go and, you know, fuck on, you know, her best friend's husband, who is very much influential, people do know about, I feel like it's a little crazy and extra. Um, But anyways, um, I guess, because this was like the first episode that I've seen this season of all of them, because now it's like basketball uh uh Basketball Wives LA and the original cast and they just put like the best girls and you know the girls who have like the the uh biggest storylines all on one show and they just call okay. it like Basketball Wives. Um but they made it seem like before Jennifer had rejoined the show that her and Evelyn were really into it heavy and that she told Tammy that she knew that um Evelyn had slept with this person in the past to me i felt like it was shaquille o'neal that's that's what i was thinking the whole time and um the whole everyone knew except for shawnee and um tammy was like i want to have this retreat you know and we can all get together and have something positive but i feel like it's also things that you need to know personally and um Shawnee the whole time she was just like okay so what do I need to know like she was really stressed out about it and she was just yeah. like it, it, and she was like does it involve me and she was like yeah she was like kind of I mean it involves like people you're around and then she was like so what like who is it you know and um she wouldn't let it go she was asking other people like
2: that. like, that's right because
1: um Tammy she was just like I hate that I'm being messy but it's like girl you need to be messy that is extremely
2: um, messy and.
1: She had um, invited them all out, you know. Shawnee um, would let it go. She would ask other people, and it was just like, "I'm not gonna get into this with you." And wow. so they had all went to like, you know, I don't know where they were at. Some kind of like, I don't, I don't know if it was like a lunch or they were just all outside chilling, you know, talking, and, and you know, supposed to be like saying positive things about each other. And then Tammy had brought it up and she was just like, I just want everyone to be honest. The person that said this is in this room right wow. now, she's talking about Jennifer and Jennifer was confused at first. And then um, she had walked off with Malaysia. Malaysia told her, she was just like, she's talking about when you said that Evelyn slept with this person. And, mm. um, and then Jennifer kind so of time, like, she freaked out. Yeah. She kind of like freaked out. She sat back down. She immediately was like apologizing to Evelyn. She was just like, you know, um, at one point we all were not in the best kind of situation and Evelyn was looking like confused like what is she talking about and um, (laughs) Tammy was like before you backpedal, you know you and (laughs) you know she's loud but she was just like you and Evelyn were on the best terms you were spiteful you trying to ruin this girl's life you said some shit that was fucked up and had everybody thinking it was true and so she was like just go ahead and say it and she was like um, I said Evelyn slept with, and it was like it blanked out. Like I said, I thought it was Shank, and um, Evelyn to me, I honestly I don't feel like Evelyn did it because she still when they had said it at first, she it didn't even like click. She was just like, what? Oh. she what? Who slept what? with what? And then she was like, wait a <laughs> minute, no. She, she was like Shawnee. I would never do that. Like she was like me. <laughs> like she was just like confused. Funny, like what? Like where did she come from? You know, (laughs) and um, Johnny, she was just really quiet. Like, you know, she you could just tell, like, she's like the kind of person that shuts down. You know, she isn't really the turn-up type. You know, she was just, like, really quiet. Like, clearly she looked heartbroken. That's why I thought, like, why would she be, like, that frustrated about, you know, this man? But maybe the relationship was deeper than what it was, but I definitely feel like they were talking about Shaq this whole time. Um, But, yeah, it was a really good episode. Uh, Supposedly on the next episode, um, Tammy's showing the receipts of when, you know, Jen was texting her and telling her all this information. Yeah, I, um but yeah, I think it's gonna be, you know, a psycho season for the rest I of the season. I definitely will be tuning in. You said what?
2: That's it. I said that's one thing I hate about females. Like, okay, I understand that you mad or whatever, but bitch, don't sit up there and get the lion talking about I done did this and I done did that. Like, that's not true. You know what I'm saying? Like, Motherfucker, we ain't going to be playing the lion game. And I personally, I hate being lied on. And I'm sure everybody hates being lied on. But for you to be that upset or that crest that you're going to literally sit up there and tell a whole lie about somebody because you don't yeah. like them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Sleeping around with somebody that you was with. But then on top of that, all of these bitches, they knew what was going on. They all knew this rumor had been out and about and nobody said anything to Shani. What kind of friends are y'all?
1: That like, is that no. is fake That, you know, that I,
2: fake is a bitch like I said, like, this
1: is, I'd be like girl it is, You know It's a t- situation As like a true friend I, I feel like More of me would, would tell My friend but at the same time I've been it. in right. situations like that like, I, I don't know if i talk about it on the show But I remember back in the day um, I was cool with somebody and, But this was like high school but I was cool with somebody and I knew that girl was a hoe like I knew their girl was like, Oh, <laughs> and so I told him, and he went and told her, and said that I Yikes. said it, and I'm just like, why would you tell why would you tell them that if like tell her that like we cool yeah. too, I'm just telling you 'cause you're my I fuck with you more than I fuck with her, mm-hmm. so of course, I'm gonna tell you, but it's like why would you like you should just know she's not out here being faithful to you? It shouldn't matter like where it's, like her opinion. And if the receipts are fucking there, you know, so yeah. me, I feel like I would more so stay out of it, you know, but at the to same too. time, I
2: would want to too, but I feel like if y'all are close enough, you know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah. Then but I, I feel, feel like, like you, know, like, you it's, would, like you know what I'm saying? Like if it was you or if it was like Sam, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody that's like really close, somebody I really, I would, just be, I would have to, I would have to tell Like, I, I just yeah. would have to. You know what I'm saying. I
2: mean, and that's just, but that's 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 deep though, because also it's like damn, like I don't want this person to be mad at me for being honest. You know what I'm saying with well, what I just found out about. You know what I'm saying, or whatever the case is. So it's it's a real it's a real sticky ass situation. You know what I'm saying. But then for them to be holding on to this for all of this time, and then just come out, well, you know, she said, like, why the fuck? We all kicking a bubble and chilling and at a retreat. You want to be all of my motherfucking face, and then you want to say some shit like this. Like, no, I don't want to talk about this shit. We having a good time, bitch, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So I feel like they, they are not real friends anyways. And for her to have oh, came God. out about that shit, all of that, all, after all of this time, I don't, mm But Shawnee, for to shut down like that, too, that kind of, that's sad. You know what I'm saying? I don't like shit like that. It's just, you know, it's just not good. It's just not nice. So, but y'all,
1: right. yeah, but yeah. I, like, a, a, I mean, we can go ahead and move on to the next topic. But I feel like it, it kind of also is like you know your friends, and yeah. I'm sure like she real life like had thought about it like, damn, she is a hoe, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and, and yeah. I wouldn't want her to, but I could see her sleeping with because she has slept with somebody man before. I would mm-hmm. I would hope yeah, that he's yeah, close yeah. enough to where she wouldn't do that to me, but damn, I can't put it past him. You know what I'm saying? So that, I feel like that's too. what she was. She was just like internalizing all this shit. Like I do know my friend. I do feel like she is capable of sleeping with my man or with my ex, and I am just one of them motherfuckers. Like I don't give a fuck. Like unless it's like some like some thought I didn't care about. No, like no. Like, keep your hands away from anybody. Like, why would you, first of all, why would you want to bring that into my situation? And then, for two, it's just like, why do you want, that's disgusting. Why do you want them?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You go silly. But seriously, I understand that, yeah. Yeah, well... Maybe you know you bragging a little too much and uh, they want to see what the hell you're talking about. So. No, but that child, that's why
1: <laughs> I don't tell. <laughs> I don't talk about my man around my gay friends. Even my my friends, I feel like a little bit questionable. I'm not t- I'm not talking about our sex life child. Like, because uh, no, you're not going to try him and I have to whoop your ass. Like, no. I <laughs> know,
2: whoop your ass. I know that's great. All right, y'all, we're going to go ahead and move on to our last topic of the evening.
1: All right, y'all, last topic. According to ABC7.com, rapper Drake has set a record with the release of his new album. Apple Music says Scorpion has the most one day streams for an album. It says Scorpion logged more than 170 million streams worldwide since debuting Friday. Uh, This number doubled the past record he set with last year's More Life. Scorpion is expected to be at number one on Billboard's 200 albums chart. Were Mm. you ever listening to the album at all, Ms. Angel Vandrina? <clears throat> yeah, I
2: listen to um, I listened to something. Can't go fifty fifty with no hope Ayy. Hey,
1: hey, hey,
2: hey. <laughs> like that was that a song. single.
1: I, I'm upset was a single, but no, that song is lit oh. though.
2: Yeah, it is litty. Um, but yeah, I I heard I heard a few of the songs. I think it's like twelve songs on it. I heard a few of them. Um, I was in the car yesterday and I was listening to it, and I was like, okay, I like this fifty fifty song. I'm like, well, I'm upset. So um, I think he was talking about, um, you know, his baby mom, you know what I'm saying, the whole time. But uh, it was, it was, it seemed like it's, I don't think it, you know, should be like number one, you know what I'm saying, but uh, I thought it was, uh, he got some okay songs on there, you know, but yeah, that's, that's it. We didn't listen to the whole thing because my husband cut it off because he said he's sick and tired of listening to this shit. Um, But it, it was, it was some strange shit on there too, like he would be like sitting up there rapping and then next thing you know, like I was sleeping and I was listening to him and he just got to thinking out of nowhere on one of the songs and I'm like, What the hell just happened? Like, how the hell did he
1: just
2: change up the whole vibe of the song?
1: Yeah
2: <laughs> Just out of the <laughs> blue like some 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 huh? like what bro bro what is this about like i'm so confused right now right Drake is just crazy but um yeah it, it's interesting it's interesting it's an interesting album and um you know if i have time i'll listen to it but more than likely i'll just listen to the Liddy songs and you know if somebody else they say hey angel you know you should check this song out i will but other than that you know i really don't be listening to albums and stuff like that Jane, you already know so yeah, i don't know why true. the hell you even asking me
1: <laughs>
2: I still haven't heard a whole lot of the songs from Beyonce and um, J. V. So, nigga, like, you, right. you
1: need to get up on it, nigga. Yeah, don't you have heard... like a streaming service? Do you have Title or anything? Uh,
2: no, I don't.
1: Okay, so that's probably Pandora. it that you there. I have Pandora. No, no. Nigga, stop being a fucking <laughs> old woman. Nobody got this shit for old people. <laughs> Not no Pandora, what? nigga. What? Not just you <laughs> just sitting letting the radio play Child Exactly. Not you have it on I have, the I have radio.
2: radio I have I have radio I can't with you I don't listen to it though. I just listen I need you to door. get a streaming
1: service like a real life where you, it's like direct, like you know what I'm saying. You need to get title for one because title to me, title got the most exclusives. You know what I'm saying? It's black. I know. Owned, I don't like. I just don't like. And the
2: it's lit. Play Music like that's kind of like lame to me. Like, why? But do it's, I have $12, to music? it's twelve
1: dollars. It's twelve dollars a month. Like, what is that going to do to okay, change your life? Okay, Pandora is four
2: dollars a month. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I can yeah. skip songs. Like. You can skip
1: songs, but you can listen to what you want on Title. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry.
2: I'm just. I don't even really listen to music like that unless like I'm at work or in a car. So it's like in the car mostly. I'm just talking to my friends. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I'll consider it. Maybe maybe if you pay the twelve dollars for me a month, you know, maybe for a couple months and oh, I am you know, not it paying
1: you that. That. Okay. I, oh, nigga, oh, you got your own money. Oh. Your husband got your own oh. money. Y'all can pay some y'all can oh. shell out twelve dollars, okay? Don't oh, don't come Oh wow. For me.
0: wow. Wow.
2: Wow. Okay, well fuck you then. All right
1: you
2: guys. <laughs> 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 We're gonna go ahead and move on to that confession, session question of the day. Okay, guys, so we are halfway, we're past halfway through this year. You know, everything is gone. We got six months. It's over. Why, how have your life changed in these last six months? Jen, in these last six months, as quick as everything been going on, how has your life changed? And I also have a question. Are you still in school? I, we have not discussed you in school lately. How is that going So yeah. You?
1: So, you know, I, like, um. so I'm supposed to be taking this, um, code and boot camp, which is like for me to yes, be like a full yes, stack yes. developer. Um The course does not start until August fourteenth, so I've been out for the summer because um, oh, nice. I was gonna take I was gonna take like summer school classes, but then my black ass being lazy, wait till last minute, everything was the class I <laughs> need was
0: booked. <laughs> you know, like
1: this course that I'm taking, it's at, it's at a it's at a university, but it's like a non-accredited course, so it's not it's not gonna go oh. towards any major or anything Got like it. that. But it's like it'll be I'll be I'll be able to have the opportunity to have, like, a better paying job, but a job that's, like, more strict with hours and, you know, weekends Good. off. So I would be able to focus on <laughs> school more and I would be making more money. Um, that's nice. how I was looking into it. Um, but, yeah, so the the class starts August 14th. But, yeah, you know, niggas got to get this damn degree. And, like, I'm not trying to play it in Slack any kind of way. Um, but, yeah, like, with that, I, I would say, like, the past six months for me has been... Kind of the same old, but I, I've been making like better choices, like a little better choices. Like, I definitely feel like, I'm not gonna lie, it's been like a test of, you know, my relationships, you know, but as far as like romantically and also like, you know, friendships. But, um, it, I mean, it has worked out in the end, huh? As if you had issues with friends? Not real life like issues, but you know what I'm saying? Like just like past stuff that I've told you about, you know, oh, okay. it, it kind of has shown me that, you know, like these people really do love me. And, it, and you know, like the people that I, I was concerned about, you know, and it was just like a, kind of a strain, but it, it taught me that it was something that we could get back to, you know what I'm saying? Um, and as far as like personally, you know, I don't want to really talk about it on air, but, you know, it was, know. It was kind of like, it, it's been like a tough, you know, past few months, but, you know, we're working towards something more, and, um...
2: Everything's you know, getting I, better.
1: I, right, I, uh, yes. I, I love my man at the end of the day. Um, he loves me. You know, we not find each other. <laughs> we yeah, not cheating nigga. on each other. <laughs> and, you know, it's just... Shit fucking happens, and we just... I think that's just what it is, you know? When if when you really get serious with somebody, you really learn who they are, and it's, do you want to deal with that, you know? Yeah. We... We want to do each other flaws and all, so. That's good.
2: Cool. Yeah, that's um,
1: and then as far as like, you know, like professionally. Has your work life changed at all? Yeah,
2: professionally. Um,
1: no, no. Um, I will say that I am comfortable.
0: I don't know if that's like okay. a bad.
1: I I I feel like there's more of a bad thing than there's a good thing. Are you complacent? I definitely am. <clears throat> not complacent but I'm comfortable. And a lot of times it's just like, I know I I am at a place to where I am blessed, you know what I'm saying? And I do well, Um, but this shouldn't be the end. I know it's not the end, but a lot of times I'm scared to like jump out, you know, Um, but, but, you know, that's pretty much it. And then school, a nigga still stressed and pushing, you know, I got these weeks off, but I'm working like a damn, you know, (laughs) like a damn mess. (laughs) So.
2: <laughs> you working like a mess. Good, good. I
1: thought you were gonna say you working like a plane or some shit. <laughs> All right, no, cause I, you know, I, I was going to, but I was like, no, we are not putting that energy out here, okay? Cause I ain't I know no that's fucking slave. Right. Um. <laughs> but yeah, how's the past six months for you?
2: A lot. Well, everybody knows, cause I'm always talking about it. Um, the last six months have been different. You know what I'm saying? I am. I'm. I'm more busy. I'm more busy in my life ever. More, more than I have ever been in my life now um it, it's insane if I barely have time for anything or anyone and i I hate that um I feel like that really sucks because I always want to go out I always want to do stuff, but I, I just I don't have time to, and I feel like sometimes that make me a bad person, like you know sometimes even my mom you know she's like, okay, oh, like no, I can't I'm sorry, I can't even come over like even now, like you know she wanted me to come over today and see her and so I could see her and I'm like, yeah, now I have to do the podcast you know <laughs> She was like, "Oh, okay. Well, you know, maybe in a couple of days." I'm like, "Well, maybe I don't know." You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, uh, professionally, I got a, a tiny itty bitty raise, so that was cool. The beginning of the year, and the beginning of the year, you all we all found out I was pregnant. Um, well, I think in April, you all found out I was pregnant. My girls found out in December, <laughs> but you all found out in April. So, um. I'm almost done with school, so that's really nice. I have eight weeks left. I'm really excited about that. Um, have gotten a, a little a new vehicle, so that I mean that's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I,
1: I, that's that's not right. a little vehicle. A BMW, nigga. Calm down, man.
2: And a, and a new
1: car. one. No, I mean, you're right. Down. I'm glad you're keeping it humble honey. I don't got to be humble. I'm for trying
2: you. to because you know, just like just like it comes, it goes. It can go just like that, and so I don't want. You're to. Right. That's you're why right. I haven't really discussed it or talked about it. Cause, I mean, it's been almost like a month and I, I just I don't want to be like, "Oh, well, you know, and, and then also when you get older, you just realize that certain shit is just, you know, it's just it doesn't like and stuff, no, I feel like you know certain saying? shit
1: don't matter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I was like, you know, I I thought about that. And I I was like, "Damn, I don't want uh, you know, to buy a lit car until I have a lit house." Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I was just I'm just so like I was just like I'm going to like real life, you know, be in my little old ass 2012 Malibu until the I ride the wheels off. I, I was good. <laughs> I, I mean I was like. I was calculating, I was like, okay, I got 95,000 miles on it, okay, so what's typical, like, there's, what, 250,000 miles before your shit, like, break down, and then I was just like, okay, so that means I got, like, <laughs> no, seven so years of this shit, My, you know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> I real life, I just, like, I got seven years on this car, like, you know what I'm saying, like, so that means I got seven but to years. to me, that sounds
2: like you being smart. It sounds like you're being Yeah, because it's just you like, know I that? know,
1: like, the next car I want, I really do want a dramatic car. Like, I I want, like, a BMW. <laughs> like, you know what I'm a saying? Dramatic. I want, like, a Range. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want some shit that's Ooh. dramatic. But I'm just, like, I'm not ready for no dramatic shit right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and I
2: like I wasn't either. But I'm like, I know I wanted to get a truck or something. Well, at least something bigger so all three of the kids, they can fit up in there. And yeah. I'm just like, okay, you know, woo-woo, this, that, that, and the other. So, I'm just glad everything ultimately worked out. And, dude, my oh, APR nigga, I'm rate proud is of like 3.2. I'm sorry. I'm just excited about that. Like, my last card, my APR rate was like 17.69. So, to be from <laughs> 17.69 to like a 3 point, hey, you to 3.2. You preach it to
1: the choir. You preach it to the choir. Like, for real. I was so happy when I got my shit refinanced. Like, that car went from 340 to 183 a month. I'm like, that's a damn shame. Like, that is a damn <laughs> shame that having bad credit can just do shit like that to you. Yep,
2: yep. Like, when and you pay $200 awesome. more a
1: fucking month. Like, that's ridiculous. Yes.
2: You know, and that's another thing I feel like people, they also, like, that's one thing that's changed a lot, too, working on my credit, um, me and my husband. So, you know, last year, he was working on his, his car. He had a side. That motherfucker was, it was so close to breaking down. It was a wrap, like, honestly. And so we actually went to the dealership to refinance his car, too. But instead, he ended up getting a new car, too. So I was just like, okay, well. You know, like, literally, we both got it in, like, a week of each other. And so I'm like, well, you know, shit, our credit scores, they look dope. Let's just, you know, try and see what happens. And, you know, what they told us that was extremely crazy, after all of this time, a year he had his car, um, it was he paid off only only $2,000 worth of actual car. Everything else was, like, $10,000 just worth of interest. Which is absolutely horrible. I'm like, this is stupid. You know, you paying, you know, all of this money every other month, and you know, what I'm you are not paying on the car. Like, motherfucker, you don't just pay, like, you know, all of this, like, you know what I'm saying, thousands of dollars, and it, it, the car note is only taken down by $2,000. Something is wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So let's try and see if we can refinance. So when we try to do that, he was just like, why don't you just get a new car? it was like, okay, well, let's see what happens. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But overall, you know, that's that's another way life has just changed. And life is going to change even more in these next six months. I'm going to have, I'm going to be 27, going on 28. I'm going to have three sons. <laughs> three boys. Oh, my God. And, um, oh, my you goodness. know, I'm just going to be trying to save the fuck up. And I'm, hopefully I'm going to have me a new job. You know what I'm saying? So those are some, some goals moving forward. And I, I want to get back into school, too. I know I keep going back and forth, y'all. Don't don't judge me, you know. But in six months, I do want to go ahead and knock out, go ahead and get my CPA and see how that goes. But, you know, we'll see how that goes because I, I, every other day I'm changing my damn mind. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to school because I'm just sick of school. You know what I'm saying? I'm just sick of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of it. So, um. But, yeah, that's how my life has changed in six months. And, you know, it's really good to hear about everybody else. And I just love, you know, hearing about positive things and people doing good and stuff like that. So, Jen, make sure that August 14th you get your shit together. I want to hear, because, you know, August 13th, not only is it my girl birthday, but I'm having my baby. So I want to hear August I know, I know. I want to hear on August 14th you ass texting me, telling me that you're back in school. Don't try and play a nigga out. All right? I'm be on your ass about that. You know, I'm be on your ass about it too, so I, you ain't got no choice. But, um, right. <laughs> all right, y'all, we're gonna get ready and end the show. But before we end the show, I want to know what Jen himself is confessing his love for this evening.
1: All right, y'all, I'm confessing my love for this. Hold on, hold on, hold up, hold up. Track. Track
0: money. Love me.
2: you
1: But yeah, y'all, I'm just so like living for this damn song on Drake. I'm in my feelings. I, can see you. I just feel like I can
2: and shit, just shaking that ass to this song and shit. I know you you nice.
1: Nigga, you know I'll be real life going on. I'll just be doing a little slight torque. You know, I'll be doing the relationship and shit. Like, you know, i will be real life going in, Joe. But um but yeah, no, I just I just love the song so much. Like Who
2: sings
1: it? Is that nigga that's Drake. That's from that's from Scorpion. Oh. But it's just like wow. um you know it, it it pays homage to, you know, like the um New Orleans bounce music and then the fact that like you know that's like a big I- influential like kind of music like in the gay community and then like okay. it was like one part of the song where the girl she was just like I-, I got a new boy and that nigga trade like which is like a gay term like you know what I'm saying I was just like wow the fact what that does it mean? like Trade is just like a-, a guy that like it started off as the real term is like gay for pay so it's like basically like a straight okay. guy that like Does favors like sleeps with guys or or, you know I'm saying kicks it with dudes strictly for money, but in real life they straight. But now it's turned into like in 2018, it's just like a a straight boy that fucks guys. Like you know I'm saying, like everything about him is straight. Sleep with men. You know, I was just okay. like, it's, but it's a gay term, and I was just like, damn, like does this man even know like what trade means? And it's like he probably <laughs> even know what like what trade means, but it's like the fact that it was just like in the song, like I just thought it was so lit, like you know, the producer that he was working with was just like, you know, that sounds cool, like you know, I was just thinking about all that, and I was just like, that's just crazy that you know, like he's just being such a like free spirit, and then like <laughs> my friend was, was like, Drake be at home twerking. And I was just like <laughs> for him to make music like that, I was just like, damn, make me child, because that definitely is like some twerk music child, but, but yeah, in I my
2: know, feelings. I know, I feel like I wanna twerk, but you know I can I can barely move these damn hips anymore, so you know what I'm saying.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so okay, y'all. Yeah. And what's on Caution?
1: In my feelings. In my feelings. And it's on his album Scorpion.
2: All right, y'all. So check out Am I feeling Scorpion if you wanna shake that ass a little bit. That's what Jenna's living for. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of it, goddamn it, a lot of it. All right. So everyone, thank you so much for listening to the show this evening. You all can expect to hear from us next Sunday, July eighth. At the same time, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern, and we want to hear from you, so don't forget to like, comment, rate, subscribe, tag us in the drama, and send us your emails at confessions and Number Two us at gmail.com. Have a very safe 4th of July. This is your host, Angel Vandrina.
1: And I'm your host, Angel and you are listening to one of the only Confession Session. Good night, man. Hey, did you spit in your mic? Did you spit
2: on your mic right now if I'm saying too?
1: <laughs> maybe, nigga. I'm not sure, babe. It, it did sound like a tooth.
0: <laughs> not, but buddy. it's my
1: damn mic, okay? Ain't nobody else got a seat.
0: It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are sure. All the stars are
2: closer Tell me what you gonna do to me
0: Somebody, Ooh, somebody, can anybody find me? Somebody to love. Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.